0: what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Kill your darlings. Have you ever heard this phrase before? If you're a Stephen King fan, then you may have heard him or read this in his book on writing. And the idea is that there are some things in our book that are not going to make it to the final live published book. So in today's episode, I want to break down what it means to kill your darlings, why we need to do it, and how it actually makes you a better writer and makes your book soar off of the virtual or live shelves. Super excited you're here today. Let's get started. Kill your darlings, kill your darlings, even when it breaks your egocentric little scribblers heart, kill your darlings. Welcome to another episode of The Written Compass, where today, you guessed it, we're going to talk about killing your writing darlings. Now, I opened the episode with a fun and kind of scary quote from the well-known Stephen King and his book, On Writing, A Memoir of the Craft. If you're familiar with Stephen King's work, he typically writes horror, but he has a really powerful book um, called On Writing, where he talks about his process and his tips and tricks of the trade for writing. And this is one that is really powerful. Now I've talked in the written compass many, many times about feedback and revision and some tips and tricks, but this is one we're going to kind of do a little bit of a deep dive into because I want to break down why and when it is best to heed this famous advice from Stephen King, as well as actually how how do you do it? What what does it mean, and how do we kill our doll our darlings, and try to do so without too many tears? So first, a little context. Okay, so Stephen King, in this quote in his book on writing, was actually quoting um, and adapting a quote from William Faulkner. And Faulkner says, in writing, you must kill all your darlings. So first of all, let's break this down a little bit. So what is a darling in your writing? Typically, those are those favorite parts. So when you start your writing process, it might be the story or the lines that you've been dreaming and scheming about the ideas, the pieces that like, that's what got you the juices flowing for your book. It might've been the first thing that you started writing, or it might've been in a writing moment where you were like, Oh my goodness, I am a genius. I can't believe that this is what I'm writing. This is so good. Right. And so, those are the pieces that show up often and help you get started with your writing, writing your book or that, that again, that for it's often a, a first line that people come up with. So for me, right, like I often think, like, how could I publish this book, like the current book that I'm working on? Um, Recognizing the writer within is my current working title. I, th- I have thought before when I was doing this episode, the the story that I thought about, is like, oh, there's no way I can write this without telling people about um, oddly enough, her name was Mrs. Darling, my senior AP English teacher, Mrs. Darling, who bloodied up my essay and told me what a bad writer I was. And she was a big part of my inspiration for even becoming an English teacher and really leaning into my love of writing. Um, Because she should told me that I wasn't good at it. Isn't that fun? And so I'm like, oh, that is one of my darlings of my book. There's no way that I can leave that out. Right. So a darling is something in your book that you're like, this is quintessential. This is close to my heart. Right. This has to stay in. This is the core or the essence of the book. Okay. So that's what a darling is. Now. What goes on? How do we know when we need to kill those said darlings potentially? So this is where we're really going to pay attention to listening to our readers and what resonates with them. If you haven't already, go back and listen to my episode on how to use writing feedback when you get it. And one of the things that's important is to really notice what readers are telling you works for them. Oh man, they're vibing with it. They're feeling it. They're resonating. They're just making connections that you didn't even know were there. The stuff that's working for them as well as the things that are not working for them, especially things that maybe were confusing or perhaps they just didn't know why you were sharing that. The story didn't make sense for them. It didn't land. It didn't resonate. And this this is very normal, right? This is going to happen in some way, shape, or form with your readers and your um, feedback that you're going to get. And it's okay. The world has not died (laughs) and is not coming to an end. So this often happens when I read my clients writing and they're telling a story or maybe giving an example of something that I know for them, I can tell with kind of the word choice and the intensity and the passion that they're putting into talking about this particular thing, that it makes perfect sense to the writer. And it's very important to them. Like I can really feel the energy in their words, but as a reader, and that's always how um, I couch my feedback as a reader, I'm just not getting it. And I'll say that as a reader, I can tell this is important to you, but as a reader, I'm having a hard time understanding what you're trying to explain to me here or why you're telling me this story or where you're going with this concept that you're trying to teach me, right? So it's important for a writer to know, and it's a signal that you likely need to potentially nix this part, this darling or heavily rework it, right? So the way that we know we might need to do something and kill our darlings potentially is based on how the reader is responding to it and what is landing for them and what is not. So then, we've been told, things have been pointed out. What do we do? It's hard to kill those things, to take those things out completely. So there's a couple of options you have here. Ultimately, again, it's your book and you get to decide. You get to decide what you want to do with that feedback. However, if you're hearing multiple people talk about this part and go, "Mm, I'm just not getting it. It's just not landing. Then I really want you to consider it's probably something that needs to leave. (laughs) We need to kill it. Right. But here's the thing. It's difficult to do that when it's something really special. So there's a technique that I use and I stole it from somewhere, I'm sure, which is called the cutting room floor technique. So what I love to do, and I highly recommend this, all my clients use this technique is either in the bottom of their book document at the very end or the each chapter, or you can have a whole separate file um, or Google doc or whatever Technique and tool you're using is to have a cutting room floor space, a place where when you kill your darlings, meaning you take them out of the writing that you are doing, they have a place to go. So, guess what? You're not really killing them. They still live. And that's a great feeling because it's really hard to take out stuff that you found really important for yourself. It was really essential for you to write. But when we put it in another place and we it lets us know, okay, that still lives, that still exists, so that if for some reason I want to bring it back in, I have another place for it, you've got a way to go get it. It's not gone forever, right? Also know that your darlings are still useful and they're there. So again, it might come back into your book in a different place, or it might be used for another writing need. Maybe it would help you write your back cover or your book description when you upload it and publish it or for a landing page um, to advertise your book or for social media posts or emails or a newsletter. Those words were not written in vain. You wrote them for a reason. So while I'm talking about killing your darlings here, Stephen King and William Faulkner style, we're actually not. We're just letting them know that this is not the place they need to be. And we're putting them in a place that we can go back and get them if we need to. So guess what? They're not really gone. (laughs) They haven't really been killed. So tell me, have you killed your darlings before? Tell me what is the technique that you do? I will say that typically when we do kill our darlings, when we get rid of things, extra words, extra stories, really tightens up the book. It really makes it more powerful. I know that's difficult, especially for me as an English major. The more words I wrote, the more I thought I was going to, you know, enlighten my reader even more. The more I said it, the more I explained it in different ways. And the truth is that my reader knows what they need. And so when I get that feedback and maybe I'm going too deep or the story doesn't make sense, I really need to heed their feedback and kill my darlings. But I've got other places for them in the future over in that cutting room floor. And guess what? Sometimes I never go back to the cutting room floor and that's okay too. It was still needed to be, it still needed to be written. And I believe that. So tell me how you kill your darlings. Tell me what's hard about doing that. Tell me what you're going to use from today's episode. As always, I want feedback from you. So head over to Instagram underscore uh, Shana Hartman underscore. Let me know what resonates with you and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Written Compass. If you are enjoying this content, do me a favor and go and review the podcast. This allows me to share and get these messages out to the people who really need them, who we want to read their books in the future. You can also go and share your thoughts and tag me at Shana Hartman underscore on Instagram. Again, this is just a way for us to get connected and share the writing love. And if you know that you are ready to write your book, that message that's been burning inside of you for a long time, then I want to talk to you. My team and I want to talk to you. Head on over to shaynahartman.com and click work with us. From there, you'll see an application to explore and see if writing your book is your next best step.